Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. you fired up for the weekend it's the state of combat podcast on cbs sports with the brian campbell your boy on the ground in las vegas ready for action for ufc 245 i know you heard our preview show on wednesday sugar rashad evans joining us late to break all things down along with cbs sports is tommy tran and now you got your boy bc fresh out of media day Wow, we got seven important and very interesting interviews coming your way as we set the stage from top to bottom of a loaded UFC 245 card that goes down on pay-per-view from T-Mobile Arena. I'm fired up. This is a deep-ass card, as they say. And your boy BC was was in the midst of it, you know, doing BC things, if you will, okay? Asking the questions that you were afraid for someone to ask. Getting in there and showing to them what it's like in the big leagues. Yeah, I know it's your first time involved in something like this. Welcome to the big leagues. Thank you. Um, Thank after you, this, Michael. you'll be back to the undercard, believe me. Will not. Uh, I'll be here forever. Thank you, Michael. All right. I love my listeners. Yes, I love you. Thank you for joining us, man. Yeah. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I love you guys so much that I think this is, what, day eight or nine of consecutive podcasts from the SOC. We're lighting things up. We're getting deep into your ear hole. Yes. To give you that one and only untraceable, unmistakable performance enhancing audio that only BC can deliver. So please. I know late Saturday, early Sunday, you're going to be ready to hear my voice as I break things down. Instant analysis style from UFC 245. So why don't you do us that solid by paying it forward in this holiday season? Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you consume fine audio. Please, five-star review, rate. Tell us what you like about this show. Tell us who you want to hear on the show. Just tell us. All righty then. What a week for the SOC, man. We gave you that bonus boxing pod on Thursday. Big time interviews from the likes of Teofimo Lopez Jr. that you just had to hear. Wow. Woo. Woo. Indeed. BC running on empty, but still running. All right. Actually kind of chilly in Vegas this week. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the the mid-50s, lower 60s, little chill in the air. I see people walk around in parkas. I'm like, come on, folks. I'm walking around in a t-shirt on the strip, all right? That's how I get down out here. So I'm fired up to give you this audio ahead of you. Media Day was, um, look, I'll give you this. UFC, 
UFC does well. They give you the access that you're looking for. You can go to Media Day. You got to wrestle a bit with your fellow journalists, but you can get that one-on-one for the most part. Bigger names, a little bit more of a scrum today. Couldn't get to Colby Covington. Couldn't get to Kamaru Usman or Max Holloway. You got to jostle in there. You got to jockey. Sometimes you'll waste 15 minutes waiting in line like I did for Amanda Nunes, only to find UFC Yanker before I get there. But I got you seven names you'll want to hear today. Okay? Who do we got? We got Jose Aldo talking about that weight cut down to 135. Why he resigned with the company and wants to make a move after this Bantamweight title. He was uh, sitting there at the media day with a dark black leather hood on. Looked kind of like a Star Wars villain, but uh, he did smile once I popped in onto him. You're going to hear that in a second. We got more big names, like, like Jermaine Durandamy, who will be challenging Amanda Nunes on Saturday in their rematch. One of the happiest people I've ever talked to ahead of a big title fight. Really exciting stuff. Alexander Volkanovsky is going to give you a synopsis on why, look, he's just different. Doesn't matter what Max Holloway has done in the past. He says, go back and watch that Jose Aldo fight. Look what I took away from him. I'm going to do the same to Max. Very interesting breakdown there. Uh, we got Brandon Wise's love child, the uh, the adult male child, Peter Yan, Petra Yan, Peyote Yan. He's going to come by and tell you what he plans to do with Mr. Faber. Uh, Jurassic Back is here. Ian Heinish look, got that incredible story, that incredible journey to get to this level as UFC middleweight after serving time in prison overseas. I'm going to chat with him. Movie of his life in the works. Interesting. Who does he want to play him? You're going to hear that. We also got the BMF himself, Mike Perry, the baddest one, the platinum one. And talk tattoos and talk real MFers with that fella. Who else we got? Jessica. I look, we haven't seen her since that head kick knockout loss in the UFC flyweight title bout to Valentina Shevchenko. Your boy BC here's the inside on a on a hidden back injury that she refused to blame the loss on, but said was really You're gonna hear all that. She's gonna come back on this undercard, and I've got a little plan for her pro wrestling style. How she's gonna get back in the Shevchenko sisters DMs and get back into a title fight. You're gonna have to hear that. It's a seven pack. Of big time interviews from Media Day. You're going to hear them all. All right. You're going to hear them from your boy, BC. I'm fired up. This is such a deep ass card. It is, there's so many storylines. I mean, just the old guys coming back here. Just, you know, Jose Aldo dropping down to 35. You got Mr. Faber coming back against. Uh, good, I mean, look, is it tough enough for Aldo to make his Bantamweight debut against Marlon Marais? And now we got Mr. Faber carrying on against Peter Yan. I mean, this is wild. This is going to be good stuff. Mike Perry, by the way, not a big fan of Colby Covington. You're going to hear more on that as well. Uh, Las Vegas doing us right here. UFC holding this. Um, I'll give it to you straight up on Vegas. Not a fun time to be on the strip right now. Why? Because it's rodeo weekend. The national rodeo finals are in Vegas. I've endured that before. In 2014, I came out here to cover a uh, American Devin Alexander championship or not a championship but a but a welterweight main event and uh rodeo is interesting uh my hotel's filled with cowboy hats and there's cowboy music playing country music in every elevator uh get off my timeline people so ufc held their press events way out on the outskirts of town in vegas at red rock casino out there in Summerlin, about 20 miles away i gotta say the hike out there wasn't fun but it's a beautiful place, and the surrounding area 
is a side of Vegas that I've never seen. And when I think of Vegas, I think of scum. Straight up. I think of Sin City. I think of get me the hell away from this because all the vices are trying to yank me in, right? They're trying to make me gamble. They're trying to make me eat edible things. They're trying to make me drink my face off. They're trying to make me... Look, you can't walk five steps without somebody propositioning women of the night to you. I'm serious. That's how it gets down in Vegas. Yet I'm out there on the outskirts, and, you know, it's like you could live there. It looks like Colorado to me. Beautiful mountains, you know, nice little community there. People like Brett Okamoto, the man who Joanna Young Jacek once said is the best-looking person in MMA media. Um, I get what he's doing living out here. I, I never thought I'd say that, you know? But uh, Vegas, I saw a different side of you, and, and I liked it. So thank you very much for that. Back on the strip we go now, though, to the sweat, the filth. Ugh, ugh. I don't know, some people like Vegas, and that's fine, man. If they've got one of the vices that you're in the prime of, okay? Let's say you you love gambling. Let's say you're a great gambler. This is your heaven. This is your playground, right? If you're in those prime years, I'm more in the washed years, all right? Let's say if your vice is, man, I just like to drink my face off all night. They got that for you here, okay? You can do a lot of gross, borderline illegal things here, but uh, me... Eh, get me out. Get me out, okay? Get me out. You're playing touch butt with that dork in the park. I might have to, just to get away from this, all right? That's it. That enough babbling. You know, taking you to Babylon. Uh, we're going to hear a break here from our friends and sponsors, but after that, it's a succession of seven big-time interviews from UFC 245 Media Day and a reminder to you to check out our instant analysis pod late Saturday after the festivities have... Uh, come to a close. Also, check out CBS Sports HQ, by the way, the 24-7 live streaming news channel. You're going to see some updates and previews from your boy BC all weekend. Previewing, recapping UFC 245. Oh, yeah. Fire it up. I'm going to see all of you later. I'm going to go home tonight. I'm going to sit out with my friends and family. And, hell, I might even get on top of my wife tonight. All right. See you all later. All right, Brock. Thank you. Um, so, on the other side of this break, it's BC. It's the big time names in the UFC. Enjoy. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are number one, I think his ball placement for his man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. The featherweight title challenger who will take on Max Holloway on Saturday, Alexander Volkanovsky. Now the hardcores, the experts, they know what Max is up against. But you're still making your name in terms of a worldwide household name. What do they not know about you that they should entering Saturday? Well, yeah, they don't, they don't know a lot. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people, like you said, that do know and that do understand. And whether they understand as much as we understand, I don't know. But, I mean, they know that uh, I am a, definitely a test for Max. Uh, come Saturday night after the, I get the job done, the opportunity that I'm in right now, 
uh, I could be superstar overnight. So all them casuals will probably jump on board and they'll know exactly who I am and they'll know I'm the real deal. And uh, you know what I mean? I'm only two days away from uh, proving that. Uh, from a layman's perspective, in Australia and New Zealand, there's some killers that are coming up here that we haven't seen in years on the state side. What the heck's in the water down under? Oh, mate, it's just, mate, it's just timing, I think. Now we've got great athletes, and then we've got them, then we're blending them great athletes into, uh, now we've got the knowledge, yeah? So early on, we didn't really have the knowledge. We didn't have the talented fighters that we do because a lot of them were in other sports because other sports were bigger. Right now, they're starting to blend into MMA, and now we've got the knowledge. So you're starting to see absolute killers. And uh, I believe we don't only have the knowledge that the Americans have, we're we're right up there with some of the, the top knowledge, some of the, the highest knowledge out there, and I believe we're, we're ahead of the game, and we're showing that. So uh, and you're going to see more and more of it. All right, when you look at what recent Max Holloway title contenders who lost, what they couldn't do, the Jose Aldos, the, the Frankie Edgars, what do you have that separates you from them that's going to be able to lift you to winning the title on Saturday? Uh, well, to be honest, you know, we talk about what a lot of people understand and what the casuals don't understand. I'm not saying these fighters, a lot of the fighters are a at casual level, but a lot of these fighters don't understand the game like I do, like me and Max do. So uh, the things that Max does really well, I'm well aware of. And not only am I the guy, even just my basics uh, are so effective against a guy like uh, like uh, Max Holloway. Then I know the game so well. Then we've got the game plan. I then I'm prepared more than more than enough, you know, more than ever. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm just the guy to do it. You know what I mean? That separates me. I don't. I'm not. I'm not your. Oh yeah, he's a good wrestler. He might take a max down, mate. It ain't that simple. But I understand that. I know that. I know it. I know how to find my way into the takedown. If that's not working, I know how to use that against him. You know what I mean? If he is stopping my takedowns, I will use that against him. If he is, if he is a head movement's good, or if his range is really good, I'll use that against him. I'll change things up. We know things to do that, you know. It's not just, oh, he's got length on me, he's good at range, he's going to make Alex not hit him. If his range is that good, trust me, we've got other things that we can use, and you're going to see that. Do you see vulnerabilities in him that maybe the public doesn't? I mean, he's fairly unflappable, whether he's coming off of health scares, he just goes back out there and gets the wins. I mean, what do you see when you study the tape? Uh, man, he's, he's look, he, I wouldn't say he's vulnerable. The only reason why he's vulnerable is because we understand what he's doing really well. And the same thing that happened with, uh, with, with Aldo. I understand things that he done really well. Technically sound, he's very, very good, Aldo. Very, very good. And uh, I was able to use that against him. I've done things to him. That's what I mean by the game's evolving. There was things that he does so well that we used against him. doesn't even really make sense. Yeah, but, you made it look easy in almost a weird way. Well, well, people just say he didn't show up. No, I made him not show up. You know what I mean? There were things that... He's so defensively, technically sound that I use that against him. That's right. what made him shut You've got to get out of here. So final right, question right. here. Co-main event, title on the line. What will people saying, be saying about Alexander Volkanovsky when all is said and done on Saturday? Well, well, he said he was going to do it. He did it. He's claimed everything he said his whole way, whole career. Mate, what a superstar. All right, get ready. The thunder from down under is coming. Best of luck. Thank you. All right, here with former featherweight champion G. D-R. That's like a, you know, that's like a GSP. That's like a thing that people can grab on, that yeah. they can understand. You like you like living the life as GDR? Yeah, it's okay. It's better than, you know, it's, I have a pretty long name. That is true. So if you keep it to GDR, I'm happy with it. Right. And my friends call me GN sometimes. 
So my one of my training mates will come, GG, where are you? I'm like, oh yeah, here I am, here I am, you know. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right, you'll be fighting for the Bantamweight title on Saturday against Amanda Nunez. So the rematch goes back to 2013. How different are the two of you? How do you even explain that to somebody in the six years between then and now? I don't, I, a lot of people ask me that all the time. You know, I've passed that for a very long time, you know. And like I said in the interviews before, I'm very grateful to Amanda. You know, she gave me the best lesson ever. And, uh, but now she gets the best version of me. And I wish, and I know she don't, doesn't want anything else than the best version of me. And now I'm a mixed martial artist. She is the greatest at this moment, you know, and we're going to have a great fight. You said, at this moment? Yeah. What, what does that mean, GDR? In, in this era, at this moment, she is the greatest ever. You've gotten what I would describe as a bad rap at times. I mean, they stripped the title from you without your knowledge. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Are you bitter in a sense that it's like a chip on your shoulder that drives you to this day? How, how do you feel about all that? Oh, hell no. You know, it, it, things happen, you know. It is what it is. And and the thing is, I, I'm a very proud woman and I stand for what I believe. And, you know, I believe we should have fought almost like almost three years ago now, right? Yeah, February three years ago. Uh, Amanda and I should have fought earlier, but I'm, I'm fine with everything that happened. I got a little bit extra time to be prepared even better. So we're in a good place and Everything happens at the right time, at the right place. All right. So Amanda's the greatest of all time. We've all established that. But if you win on Saturday, you'll be a two-time champion and undefeated kickboxer. Your Wikipedia says you once knocked a guy out in boxing. What do we call you if you're victorious Saturday night? GDR. That's it. I'm nothing more, nothing less. You know, I still go to work when I get back. I'm nothing more, nothing less. I'm just a person that wants to spread love and... You know, share that, you know, that you got to do whatever you got, whatever you love. And I'm not the greatest. I'm just Jermaine. All right. But how much do you think about the idea of what your legacy could be if you could be a two-division champion? It's like a handful of people that done it, and they're all legends. You know what it is? The, my friends, my family, my teammates, all my coaches, my country, as long as they're proud of me, my family, my mom, as long as they're proud of me, I'm in a good place. And one day... When I tell my kids all the amazing stories and journeys that I've been on, I'm just hope that they're proud of me. That's all. All right. Speaking of amazing stories, when you are a police officer by day, uh, <laughs> pe do people not know who you are? Do you have to kick some butt sometimes? I mean, what, what do you go for? No, no, no. A lot of people recognize me. I mean, MMA is getting bigger and bigger in the Netherlands, and I get a lot of recognition. But uh, no, everybody's just but if chill. they're thinking about running, they're like, well, she's probably going to track me down. I might get tapped out here. <laughs> no, well, you know, the thing is, you approach somebody how you want to be approached as a person. And I approach the person how I want to be approached. You know, I, I, I don't look at the uniform I'm wearing. I'm approaching a, a human being, you know, and it's not always personal. You come in very heated situations. So I always tell people, approach somebody how you want to be approached. And, you know, they don't run, you know, very respectful. Sometimes I'm even talking to people on the street. I'm like, can we take a picture? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. So we're good. We're All good. Right. Amanda says in the rematch, how it will be different will be she respects your growth, but eventually you'll make a mistake and her power will be too much. Your response to that? We'll see. We'll see Saturday. We'll see Saturday. If she makes a mistake. Things can right. go differently. We talk about how different you are from six years ago. How different are you from even the fighter who beat Holly Holm for the featherweight title? Oh, I'm so much different. You know, there's not a lot of... I'm not a person that has a lot of... I don't talk bad, you know. I, I, I leave the talking over in the cage, you know. 
we can talk and we have all kinds of uh, scenarios what could happen, what should happen, you know, but it doesn't matter. As that door closes, it's her and me, we shake hands, we fight, and when the bell rings, we cuddle. When it's done, it's done. It doesn't matter. The best fighter will win Saturday. You're, you're, you're in as great a spot if I've ever seen somebody challenge you for a time. It's all gravy for you from here on out. Win or lose? Win or lose. It's all gravy. You know what? A lot of people didn't expect me to be here. A lot of people, you know, but I made it here. And I've said it before. I'll do it my way. So as soon as I walk out of that tunnel, you'll see your smile. And no matter what happens, I'll tell you right now, look you in the eye. When I walk back, I walk back with a smile because I did it my way. Ladies and gentlemen, GDR, best of luck on Saturday. Here with the icon, the legend, Jose Aldo, ahead of his 135 debut at UFC 245. Translator present, but Jose, I want to hit you up off the spot. You got the black hood on. You look almost like, if you watch Star Wars, like Darth Vader. You look serious. You look angry. You look ready for destruction. How you feeling, man? Você já muito bem. Eu acho que que importante. Estou feliz, sadio. Então, isso que importante. No, guys, I'm actually feeling great. I'm happy. I'm, I'm healthy. And I feel I feel great. It's just how I like I like this jacket. All right. Everybody's asking the same question. Why cut to 135? What's going on underneath that jacket? Talk to me here, Jose. Bem, bem tranquilo. Acho que o segredo está sendo esse. Acho que o trabalho em conjunto. Acho que eu pude entender o trabalho da nutrição da minha médica de todo mundo. Então é isso que é importante. Então estou me sentindo feliz e pode ter certeza que sábado vai ser uma grande apresentação. I'm very calm, I'm very confident. I'm really, I really believe in my team, or my coach, the dependencies, and my nutritionist. I'm the first time I've ever had a nutritionist before, so I feel great. You can see I cannot wait. I'll be first one on the scale here, and I'm ready to put on a show for you guys on Saturday. How do you know that you'll have the same energy, the same stamina, the same power at this lower weight class? Porque o treinamento, né, condiz isso, né? Então o treinamento foi bem forte. Acho que muito mais forte que o peso pena. Acho que com muito mais gás, com muita mais habilidade, explosão, física e força. Então a gente, a primeira coisa que eu não fiz nessa baixada de peso foi fazer esses treinamentos, esse, essas experiências para a gente não perder nada. Então pode ter certeza que eu estou muito mais do que eu fiz para It's the training. It's the training and the nutrition. It made the whole entire world difference. Like really reignite the passion to forget about the old Jose Aldo and be a complete new man. Like I, I feel stronger. I feel like the, I was training the WEC days back again. Uh, no, the power is the same. I just have I'm faster, I'm quicker. Even my, uh, t- technically, my game changed plan because I'm pushing the pace a lot more. I have I'm, I have endless cardio now. The power didn't change at all. I should have stayed in the weight class my entire career. Wow, wow, big statement there. Now you fighting Marlon Moraes. That's about as difficult a test as it can come at 135. Was that your choice to say yes? I want the very best. I want to get in line for a title. Como você disse que tinha significado essa carreira toda, então você veio direto para o top, para as cabeças, para o Moraes Moraes, para o Exatamente, né? a gente veio para ser campeão, a gente não veio para fazer uma carreira, porque está em declínio, qualquer outra coisa não. Eu vim para ser campeão no Peso Galo, então é, eu fico feliz de estar enfrentando hoje o número 1 um da categoria, então bem é, feliz mesmo, excitado para querer essa luta e, e amanhã ser o novo campeão mundial do Peso Galo. Mas eu amo grandes fights, eu amo todas as fights. Coming down from your former champion to 135 is only makes sense for me. It's the easiest way to the title to charge the number one contender. Since the hood is, uh, is recovering from surgery, the number one contender is Marlene, is Moraes. So we accepted the fight, and uh, I cannot really wait to show you guys the package that I'm going to bring on Saturday. I'm the new champion 135. I know you're such a competitor. When you already look at the champ, Cejudo, in this division, do you already see the angles you're going to come at, the ways that you're going to defeat him? Does he seem vulnerable to you, given your status as a legend? 
já vi fraqueza com o campeão que já vem tá vindo passando já do Marlinhos e como eu aí a, a técnica que vai usar para ganhar no Cerrudo usando sim, sim, sim. Já, já tem plano para ganhar no Cerrudo já tem plano sim eu acho que para mim o, o meu maior adversário hoje vai ser o Marlon Moraes assim que eu passar pelo sábado por ele eu acho que a gente é o novo campeão mundial porque eu sei exatamente aquilo que que pode vencer o Cerrudo oh yeah absolutely I said I do uh, I know I'm not taking anything for granted I know the first goal job is my victory over Marlon Moraes But trust me, I'm already ready. I have a game plan established. I know exactly what to do to be able to beat Henry Cejudo. Can you tell me what happened a couple fights ago? You had made a mention that when your UFC contract runs out, you were going to retire on your own terms, maybe go into professional boxing. What changed now that you resigned and you're back on this path to 135? <laughs> Aí o Guilherme motivou, motivou o ano para lutar até os 40, para estar com essa motivação tão, tão, tão rápido. Tão, tão ser campeão, né? Acho que ser campeão para mim é uma motivação maior, então aumentar meu legado, aumentar minha, tudo aquilo que eu já construí no peso pena, agora eu vou construir no peso galo. Então é uma nova vida, é um novo Aldo. Pode ter certeza que eu estou com muita fome de vitória, então é para isso que eu trabalhei forte esses meses aí, para amanhã ser novo campeão mundial e fazer um legado novo no peso galo. Eu quero uma legacy. Eu quero continuar a construir uma legacy, mas a história não é Uh, this weight cut just just reignited a new passion in me to be a champion. I will, I was just fighting to fight, fighting to fight. I was really uh, hesitant about the weight cut when my sensei and the appendages approached to me. I had I had struggled before to make it 145, but I never had a nutritionist before. And once that started happening for me and I started feeling good, pushing the training so hard, I'm up more explosive, more cardio, and I saw the results. It just reignited a new passion to be a new man, and I'm not going to stop until the new champion. I'm, I'm, I'm not done. I'm going to be in the history books forever. This division is loaded, though. I mean, some of your old rivals, uh, 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 Mr. Faber over there, eh? Frankie Edgar, everybody wants to come down to this division. What are your thoughts on seeing some of those older names join you here? Mesma coisa, todo mundo voltando, querendo baixar para a posição. Diz que você já lutou também. Yurai, Frances Gato, todo mundo voltando para 135. Tem alguma opinião sobre isso? Acho que todo mundo quer ser campeão mundial, né? Acho que vê a grande possibilidade da categoria que está aberta. E... Então, todo mundo vê nesse objetivo. Everybody wants to be a world champion. Whatever moves I think we have to make to, to achieve that and to build a legacy, they have to make. So I don't really care how they move or what they do. I'm worried about what I have to do. All right, one final message to your fans, because when they saw the pictures and your abs everywhere, you're all caught up. They're saying, I hope he's okay. I hope he's going to have the energy. Give them a message entering Saturday against Marlon Moraes. Eu tô um cara muito mais rápido, muito mais habilidoso, forte e seremos campeão mundial. Listen guys, I'm the best I've ever felt. I've never been as explosive, very strong before. So, I'm, mark my words, I'm a new world champion 135. Jose Aldo, reborn. Can't wait to see you on Saturday. Thank you. Platinum Mike Perry, true or false, the realest MFer in the fight game. Hey, let's go. At least the, the number one contender for the BMF. Well, I want to start right there because when I hear BMF, I'm not kidding. I said in my podcast, first name I think of is Mike Perry. So, are they taking everything you've worked for? Nah, man. Jorge's been in the game a long time. I grew up watching him on YouTube, learning things from him and Kimbo. And uh, we're both Florida boys. But that doesn't mean that I'm not the number one BMF contender. He's the champ, and I'm the number one contender. It's at. Look, this two, UFC 245 card on Saturday, we're arguing, is this the deepest fight card of the year, deepest fight card in two years? Yet, Mike Perry versus Neil, all the hardcores are saying this is the fight that's going to steal the damn show. You hear those whispers? 
I love that. Um, I may have started those whispers. I was the one who's saying, you know, we have a chance to steal the show. But if people are agreeing, I'm happy to oblige. Me and him are going to go out there and clash heads and uh, create some thunder. There was a great American poet, Mike Perry, who three minutes ago, sitting right here, said, Colby Covington is a bitch. Can you uh, expound on that? (laughs) Hey, uh, well, they told me that he showed up here late and he asked if I wanted to have some words with him. I said, I don't think security would let me get too close. Words are easy. I could yell from across the room. Maybe he'll hear me now. And like I said to him, though, we got money to go get this weekend. But I don't think he's going to win his fight. I think I'm going to win my fight on Saturday. And then we can talk about me beating up the loser of the main event, which will be Kobe, Kobe Tin. So much talk this week about Kobe's character, this this persona he's created. Do you respect it in that it's helped him get to a title shot level? I just, I mean, I think his little kissy smoochy wrestling got him to the title shot. And, uh... You know, he was what whatever got him to the title shot. He said that he had to make this persona up because they were gonna cut him because he's a boring fighter. So, what he's trying to be entertaining. Well, there are other ways to do that. I don't think I've I've created too many enemies, but I have many more fans and I have more exciting fights than he does. So, you know, he's doing it the way he can. So, you know, whatever. Nobody's really worried about him. Nobody really wants to talk about him because they don't want to give him anything, any clout. But, you know, you got he's the main event here with, with Kamaru. I'm happy to be on the card with Kamaru, with Max Holloway, with Jose. I'm sitting next to Jose Aldo, uh, Amanda Nunez. I mean, there's legends here, and I'm a part of it. People are excited to watch my fight against Geoff. And we're the, we're the free ESPN main event before you buy the pay-per-view. So, I mean, I love it, man. I've come a long way, and I put in a lot of hard work, and it's going to show on Saturday. Let's talk about Jeff Neal, Geoff. Let's, let's, what, does he know what he's in for, signing up to face a Mike Perry? Maybe. Maybe he knows. Uh, he's on a four-fight win streak in the UFC, though. Maybe, But he is 12-2. and two. He does have two losses. It's always crazy to me. The guys have losses outside of the big leagues, and um, I don't. I destroyed everybody. I got in here at 7-0 and with seven knockouts, and I was destroying everybody. And, you know, I've still destroyed a few UFC fighters. So some with upwards of 50 professional fights. And, um, you know, it's all about the mindset. I know Jeff's coming in with a mindset to try to win. But I'm looking to show him some things that he ain't ready for. I consider you a tattoo icon. And my co-host on the CBS Sports Podcast, Brandon Wise, says he couldn't make it this week due to politics. But he wanted me to show you his tat and get a rating. One out of ten. Ten being badass. Here it is. Always forward with the, uh, what kind of animal is that? I don't know. What do they call those? I don't know. I'm not a tat guy. Is that lame or is that awesome? No, it's cool, man. It's a cool tattoo. I ain't going to get it, but, like, my tattoos are totally different than his. His is probably cleaner than my artwork. So would you give it, like, a 7 out of 10? Sure. I'll give it a 7. He's one of those civilians that goes to Hard Knocks 365 and tries to spar like the pros. Kind of guy you probably put to sleep a few times. I'm I'm not that mean in the gym. 
right. Um, tattoos on the face, man. That's badass. What does that feel like? Um, I my face doesn't have feeling. I don't really feel it, and uh, it's kind of fading a little bit. Sometimes you can't even see it in the pictures, so it's all right. Sometimes it's like when I walk up and meet somebody. I'm good enough nowadays with my words that I can distract them and they don't even realize that I have a face tattoo. Wow. Oh, wow. The power of Mike Perry. Can you close? Can you cut a promo? Can you do something? What's a message for your fans entering Saturday, 245? Tune in for the real main event. Platinum versus Hands of Steel. ESPN Live TV, baby. We going hard. We going ham. When's the last time y'all heard that? Since Gucci Mane. Love it. I love it. Face tats for all. Mike Perry, thank you very much. Jessica, evil eye. What look that evil to me? No, it's it's my scare tactic. Okay, okay. You are just colorfully today. I love yeah. it. You look like you're know, like a movie yeah. star out here. We were um, going for that. All right, you I'm, fall- a, I'm a fashion. I'm a fashion. I like fashion a lot. Fashionista. Fashionista. Yeah, that's a great word for it. Okay. Um, you fought for the title in June, and yeah. you know what I love about that? You came to win, and not everybody does that. You get what I mean when I say that? Yeah, you know, I think that going into that fight, no matter what, um, a lot of people didn't know about my back injury until post. Um, but regardless of it, um, I feel like it shows my resilience and ability to just be like, hey, you know what, I'm going to give it my all no matter what. Um, and I did. You know, How, and, how it much was, did it limit you? It was incredible. I mean, on fight morning, it was terrible. My back was killing me. I mean, you know, we had an epidural two weeks before it, hoping that we could try. I mean, I had herniations from L2 to S1 and it was wow. it changed everything we had actually two herniation two bulging and two excursions right, how difficult is that like even the day before or the morning of where you're like I know I'm not going to be 100% I'm not going to be close to it but what do I do do I pull out will I miss will I never get this opportunity again what are those talks like between you and your team it's all that you know and um, I knew I was making a good base pay to show up and I just moved to Las Vegas um, a part of me is is not ashamed to admit that I needed the money. I needed the I needed the extra money in my bank account to make sure that if I did lose, I was able to do something big or at least take care of myself. But if I won, you know, hey, look, you know, I I, I knew where we were gonna go from there. That I don't know. It's so crazy to be hindsight because now everybody's looking at me like, oh, Jessica, I's not gonna be able to do anything, and and I hope that because then that's just gonna make me more money in the long run and give me more media. So. I mean, ultimately, I can't change what other people think. I can only change how I feel about myself. I mean, you look like you were ready to win the title. I didn't even know about your back injury. And you talked like you were a future champion in the interviews. Are you happy with some of those elements in terms of how you dealt with the pressure of the spotlight? Yeah, I mean, I think that it showed some of my fantastic acting skills. So hopefully Hollywood will come come knocking. Um, But, you know, I was in pain every day. I mean, the camp was good and bad, you know, and... And it's up to me, you know, to make those decisions next time. Um, that's why this fight camp was just incredible. And it, and it was like my coaches are realizing, like, oh, my God, like, Jessica, you really are. You really are awesome. Yeah. And, you know, the Performance Institute has been superstars. They rehab this back incredibly. Like, I, if someone asked me if I had a back injury, I'd be like, mm, no, because now how healthy we are. And I think right. other fighters have dealt with some of this. Um Unfortunately, none of them get the rehab that I do or get the attention like I did at the PI. Yeah, that's good to see. So how do you look at the future of your career now? Is it like, I have to get back to that level? I have to show people what I would have been like with a fully healthy back. Where are you at mentally entering this comeback fight against Vivian Arujo? Yes, I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm fighting her. That's just a, to me, her name is just the chick I'm fighting. Got it, so. got it. 
Um, I butcher people's names all the time. Um, but for me, you know what it is, is really just showcasing myself, you know, how amazing I am and all the work that we've done, that I'm ready to push the pressure in this fight 100%, just like showcase to my team, you know, that everything that we've worked on, we're doing. Do you consider yourself a good trash talker? No, because I'm usually not the kind of person that trash talks. I just will smash you. You know, if we don't trash talk in the women's game. Yeah, you know, because they don't want that from us. You know what I mean? From the women. They just don't. Naturally, they don't. This is they you speak of. The the fans, the the media that I think that as as athletes they want to see us conduct ourselves as women and accordingly. I think it's a little bit more acceptable when the men do it. You know what I mean in this industry. I do. I think that they like that the men do. I think that with the men that and let's face it, you know, we have a male dominant um, audience that they wanted their women to be pretty, be quiet, and be badass. So I mean, I prefer my women to be two of the three of those things, but I like a little trash talk yeah, in my life. Yeah, you know, right? oh, well, believe me. I mean, I, I personally, I don't, I don't trash talk for free. Um, if you mess with my family or um, it comes to me, I'm just gonna hurt you. Yeah, me personally or anyone. Because um, I wanted to see you and Valentina trade a little worse, but she doesn't get down I, like that. You know, I did a little bit, and I felt like it was more out of my own, like the joking about her speeding up the video to like me wearing a bulletproof vest, like doing all that, like was me trying to promote the fight. And everyone, like, I felt like outside of my friends and stuff like that, were like, you know, that's cool and stuff. Like, it's just not my style. Like, I'm just kind of a, a, a I got swag and I carry myself <laughs> confident and. I love life and like, you know, that, that kind of demeanor and that kind of presence as a woman is so hard to do anymore and just be happy with you no matter what other people think that that's all that I want to exclude. You know? I think I feel like you need a podcast where you could just tell it like it is. Actually, I'm trying, I actually, I, I've been doing some of my pilot podcasts and I've already set up everything for it, but there will be, and it's going to, oh, wow. it's going to be called how I see it with Jessica. Oh, wow. I like that. The evil eye telling it like it is. All right. You're going to show some new tricks in this fight. What can Vivian, we don't know how to say her last name, expect from you? Um, I think that, you know, she moves a lot. And I think this is going to be the ability now that I have a healthy back to really show how much my wrestling has gotten better. I think we saw that in my first three fights returning to flyweight, that I was able to take the girls down. On each one of my fights, that's what helped win the fight was the takedown and the kicks because I had a healthier back at that time. I wasn't able to do that. With Valentina, and I'm going to showcase that. Right, We've been working with Gray Maynard, man. He's been showing Wow, me the bully. Really, yeah, the bully will be in my corner. Um, Drop people he, on their heads? Yeah, that's it. Maybe we will. Hey, she's coming up a weight class, man. This girl originally started it at um, Strawweight. Just because she knocked out some girl at Bantamweight, don't think for a second that I'm just going to like turn over and let her knock me out. Wow, you're going to like it is inside the cage as oh, well. Yeah, on Saturday. Exactly. Um, will you ever see Valentina again? Well, it's inevitable when I keep winning, right? I beat Caitlyn, so we have to remember that. I beat her decisively. All right, I come from a more of a pro wrestling, a boxing background. Sometimes the key to getting somebody is going after their family. So maybe what if you went after Sister Shevchenko and started this feud and this rivalry, and then you got in a fight with Antonina, and you took her soul, and Valentina's like, I don't care about the rankings. Give me that evil eye once more. Let's go. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe that's the best way to do it. I could tell you if someone wanted to piss me off, they'd have to mess with my little brother, so... Maybe you're on to something. Oh, wow. One day when I run a promotion. No, I might get, that's a good gimmick. I might have to use that. I might have right. to. Best of luck to you on Saturday Thank night, Jessica. So I'm not evil at all. Let the fans know. Thank you all so right, much. Pretty evil. Pretty evil. All right. All right. Great. <laughs> Best of luck. Thank you. 
the future of the Bantamweight division is sitting in front of me, Peter Jan. I'm going to say Peter, but I'm hearing all kinds of wild pronunciations. What do you prefer? My name is Piotr. Piotr. All right, all right. Russian name, Piotr. I'll work on that after after this. For now, it's Peter Jan right here. And some people believe Mr. Faber made a mistake signing up to fight you Saturday night. You agree with that? Yeah, like I don't think he made a mistake. I just uh, feel if he thinks he's a contender himself, he thinks he's a strong fighter, and he have no one else to fight, he need to fight against the young up-and-coming prospects, you know, to prove it, he's still he's still there, he's still in title contention. All right, if someone hadn't seen you fight before, how would you describe what you bring to this division right now? Вы сами знаете, что я ударник, мой стиль это бескомпромиссная рубка в стойке. Я люблю драться в стойке, также я люблю драться на земле, да, на канвасе. И я просто люблю драться, не люблю какое-то пассивное именно ведение боя. Люблю, чтобы нравилось это зрителям и нравилось это мне. Yeah, you know, I'm a striker, you know, I, I prefer to brawl. I can bring a fight to the ground too. You know, I just I just don't like the passive way of uh, fighting. So I, I'm an action fighter, and uh, I do everything just to please the fans. You know, to make my my fight as exciting as possible. This division's so deep, and there's all these older names jumping back in, hoping they can get a title shot. If you get a victory over Uriah Faber on Saturday, do you think you're next? Да, конечно, хочется надеяться на это, что в случае моей победы, что мы подеремся за пояс. Я думаю, что я заслужил это. Я за год провел пять зрелищных поединков. Вот. Но, конечно же, крайнее слово это за, за руководством. Как решит оно, так и будет. Yeah, I hope I will fight for the title, and I feel I deserve to fight for the title. I've had uh, five exciting performances inside of one year, and it's going to be my sixth win in a row. So, yeah, I feel I'm ready, and I feel I deserve it. But, it's, of course, it's up to the UFC. Uriah Faber calls himself the California Kid. The guy's 40. Can we stop with that nickname? Your thoughts? Uriah Faber is called Можем что с этим остановиться? Можем остановиться его так называть уже калифорнийским пацаном. Да я думаю, калифорнийский дед он больше подходит ему, а не чем пацан, да? Дед, правильно, дед? Отец, как бы. А, дед, типа, да? Как калифорнийский дед? I feel like California granddad is more fit here. <laughs> I like that. I like that. This is the first time I see a smile. Every time I see you, you're always so serious. Is that to intimidate people? Просто если сейчас бы я выпил несколько литров воды, я думаю, я бы улыбался, поэтому... наоборот, он говорит, первый раз видит, как ты улыбаешься. Обычно ты всегда серьезно. Мы просыпаемся по-разному, поэтому бываю серьезный, бываю веселый. Вот. Да? So, 
every day I wake up with different moods. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'm serious, sometimes I'm ready for banter. All right, final question here. How long is this fight going to go on Saturday night? Я не знаю, мы все знаете, что у Хайбера два подбородка, и, наверное, сложно будет его нокаутировать очень быстро, потому что придется попадать несколько раз. Вот. Ну, посмотрим, бой покажет. Может быть, нокаутирую его, может быть, продеремся все 15 минут. Yeah, as you know, Faber got two chins, so it's going to be very hard to knock him out. So probably I have to lean a couple of clean shots to finish him. But yeah, whatever, I'm ready for it. The future of the Bantamweight division, Petra Jan. Close now, not no cigar. Thank, Thank you very you. much, Thank Thank Best you. of luck. All right, Ian Highness, rising middleweight. And brother, you've got a hellacious, amazing backstory, and we've all done crazy shit in our life. How just blessed do you feel to be where you are right now, rising contender at middleweight, considering everything you've been through in your life? Yeah, I feel super blessed, you know, and that's kind of what this whole week's been about. Four years ago, I was in this building trying out for the Ultimate Fighter 205 edition. Uh, they didn't let me on because of my criminal record, and now I'm fighting on the biggest pay-per-view here. I'm ranked 10th in the world, so, you know, I felt like my last fight, I focused on results so much. This fight, I'm really just enjoying this journey. I'm soaking it all in, and the moment will come, and then I'll be able to execute. When you look back at that last fight against Derek Brunson, a lot to like, a lot to learn from. What do you pull from the most? Yeah, you know, I learned so much from that fight. I leaked out a lot of energy throughout that whole fight week. I never had that many fans at a fight because I usually fight international or really far from Colorado. And, you know, I was also kind of sick that whole week as well. So there was a lot of things I learned about my health I need to change. And also just... Um, just in the cage as well. I mean, he's one of the vettiest dudes I've ever fought, obviously. He's fought everyone. And, you know, I tried to rush a finish and instead of just being patient. He was very patient. I learned a lot from Brunson. I think he also learned a lot before that fight because he fought super good that fight. Yeah, he had been a little bit more reckless in some of his bigger yeah. fights today. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where, you know, me being so young to the UFC, I kind of made some mistakes that Brunson used to make. Just tried to force a, force a knockout when I rocked him early in the first and, instead of just letting it happen and wasted a lot of energy. Now, if you keep climbing this ladder, you keep getting to your dream fulfillment of being, let's say, UFC middleweight champion, yes, sir. your life's a damn movie. Who's going to play Ian Heinrich in this movie? It's a Bond movie, basically. Yeah, no, the movie, we're, 2020, we're going to hopefully solidify a deal with a few producers we're looking into. And, That's amazing. You know, uh, you know, Chant Tatum, Chris Hensworth, uh, one of these guys, or, you know, whoever is just right for the part and fits my character, uh, we want to have play. But, yeah, you're right. We're still writing the story. We're still writing the script. The last chapter of the book is called And New, and I need to, you know, focus on that, getting that bell, and putting a stamp on my testimony. Wow. Maybe if we can get Matt Damon the right HGH, he can probably bulk up for this. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you're one of the more well-built fighters in the game. We call you Jurassic Back on the CBS Sports MMA podcast. Well, I mean, how do you make this weight? You look like a light heavyweight out there. Yeah, you know, I'm shorter than a lot of the guys that I fight. I'm actually pretty close to same height as uh omari and uh you know my weight i keep it around the same you know i, I sit around 205 all the time and um it's not that hard of a cut it's not fun but you know i've been wrestling my whole life so weight cutting to me is is nothing new and now we have a nutritionist the pi and we're doing everything right now so that makes it a lot easier all right give me a a inspirational origin moment for me look i'm a reporter now i'm a tv guy i do all this great stuff but i remember working for an inventory company, laying on the ground at CBS counting tampons at one point in my life. 
Do you have a moment where you were maybe not where you wanted to be, but you said, you know what? I got this dream. Yeah. I, I can't see it now, but I could see it. Yeah. I remember one night I was locked up in prison in uh, Spain and I just woke up in the middle of the night. I couldn't sleep. It was around two o'clock and I just went in the mirror and just kind of rinsed my face, looked at myself eye to eye, just locked eyes for like three minutes and just screamed at myself, just screamed like, no, like this is not the path I'm going to take. And I scared the crap out of my cellmate, but it was just a huge epiphany in my life that I said, I'm done going down this road. It's time to switch it up. Whatever that means, um, I have to do it. And I'm deciding right now, right here. Since you made that decision, since you've turned things around, are things happening faster than you ever thought, more amazing than you ever thought, or is this like right on schedule? Yeah, you know, I feel it's right on schedule, but yeah, it's it's definitely been the fast track, you know. I mean, to be 10th in the world, and it's my fourth UFC fight, and my second fight, I was the co-main event on a UFC event. I mean, that's insane for me, and uh, you know, it, it, it was right on track, but to see it happen still, it shocks me. What can we expect out of this version of Ian Heinish on Saturday with what you learned from that Brunson fight? A cool, calm, violent fight coming out of Ian Heinish on uh, Saturday night. And, you know, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to correct my mistakes, and I'm going to steal part of this huge, amazing pay-per-view show. We saw uh, Mark Coleman walking around here. He had a few words from you. What did he say to you? You know, Mark Coleman, we were just relating about the wrestling you know, he's here coaching Matt Brown. Matt Brown was one of my old training partners. He's a freaking legend, man. That guy, you could just you could just soak in anything that he speaks to me because he's been it, done it all. And, uh, you know, he was just giving me a little bit of a pep talk. And, you know, I appreciate that. All right. Well, when we make the movie of your life, I'll play the reporter. All right? Okay. Sounds, Sounds good. good. All right. Well, best we'll of luck done. to you Saturday night, yes, brother. sir. All Thank right. You. Thank you. You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If. Ready PG.